Welcome to Political Coffee, your one-hour thought-provoking news and commentary as you begin your day. And now, here's your host, Jeff Croft. Hey, good morning, everybody. Great to be with you. 503-589-1220 is the power of Buick GMC talk line. 503-589-1220. Emails to Jeff at 1220.am or Jeff at KSLM. Dot news. Now, look, there's a, a powerful story that is in Willamette Week about Measure 110. And it's about, um, it's about drug addicted to fentanyl mothers, young mothers, pregnant. How do they get help? Well, this story is a combination of good news and bad news. But it's a powerful story. And it's something that led me to question. Led me to a question. And I'm going to share it with you. Because I think it is really, really important. Now, also important is the legislature is meeting this week. Now, these are interim committee hearings. This is what we always called them. And when I served in the House, we had them then. And they are are meant to follow up on things, get reports from state agencies, follow up on uh, budget notes. They're, a budget note is what the legislature puts into a specific line item in an agency's budget about something. And it is meant to kind of hold that that agency on that particular line item more accountable. Okay, fair enough. You're going to get reports on that. They're going to deal with um, other things that are happening in the state. So this is an Oregonian story that they're talking about a whole bunch of things, including Measure 110, an update on getting public defenders funded, tolling of all things. And they're going to dive into the Pac-12 shakeup. Some legislators are calling for more scrutiny, to get this, of what the University of Oregon's exit from the Pac-12, what it could mean for the state's budget. What? Yeah, no kidding. So, this is just really interesting. I'm fine with... I'm not fine with a sports team at a college level that gets money from the state. I'm not fine with the legislature worried about the impact on the state budget. 
shouldn't have any impact on the state budget, but apparently it does. So just to let you know, the legislature's back in town holding meetings. Now today, we're going to be broadcasting, Amanda and I, who produces this show, we're going to be broadcasting live today, starting at 11.30 through 2 o'clock. The top in the hour, the top and the bottom of the hour, in the breaks. From the West lobby event, which they're putting on at their headquarters here in Salem. So we're going to be doing that live today. And you'll get an opportunity to hear a lot from West. Go to pwlobby.com. That's pwlobby.com. West Lobby Group. To learn more about them. And you'll, you'll get a chance to learn more about them by listening today. You learn about their values, who their team is, what they can do that might benefit you, and how they give things back. But even more importantly, how they actually work behind the scenes. And not just at the legislature, by the way. T- today's going to be focused on the legislature, but cities, associations, how they work behind the scenes to do things that actually benefit you, like working to stop the insane idea of tolling, which is going to be discussed during these legislative meetings. So just stay tuned today, folks. PWLobby.com, we're going to be talking with uh, their group. Now, there's other things out there before I get to today's main topic. Three Portland Target stores are going to close. I got a, a text message about this late last night from Freddie. They're going to close three Portland Target stores, including the downtown store. And why? Well, the company cites organized retail crime as a driving factor. Now, the governor has convened this semi-secret task force to figure out how to fix what's broken in downtown Portland. It just ain't that hard, folks. But it is, if you are Tina Kotek, and it is, if you are most of the Portland City Commission, maybe with the exception of Renee Gonzalez, who beat Joanne Hardesty, who, by the way, you know, my former colleague in the House got a $700,000 plus settlement. (laughs) Um, It's really hard if you're a leftist Marxist liberal like Ted Wheeler a feckless mayor of Portland who's not running for re-election. It's really hard if you're that kind of a person. Why? Because you, in your ideology, you cannot recognize or admit to yourself, or certainly anybody else, that your policies, your ideas of wokeism, is is what ultimately is destroying the city, including your DA, who won't prosecute these property crimes people. So when you get these flash mobs coming in and just um, stealing everything in sight and you can't stop them, when you get that happening, what does a retailer do? They don't have any choice to pull out. Target is closing nine stores across the United States of America. 
Three of them are in Portland. The story in the Willamette Week says that the closures add to an already existing rash of retailers that have been shuttered their doors in downtown, publicly citing crime and safety concerns. Undoubtedly, of course, they have to add this in. Another contributing factor to shuttering stores is consumers' penchant for buying products online. The downtown Target building is owned by Unico Properties, a prominent downtown real estate developer. Target's closure is a blow to the Portland Clean Energy Community Benefits Fund. Didn't know they had that thing. The story continues and says the cache of tax dollars earmarked for projects that reduce carbon emissions and benefit low-income communities of color is funded by a 1% surcharge on retailers with an annual revenue of $1 billion or more in the U.S. and $500,000 or more within Portland. It excludes some grocery sales and co-ops, credit unions, and other entities. So because, I mean, th- this is shooting yourself in the foot, is it not? Because of the leftist Marxist mentality and thinking of the Portland City Council, who won't let the Portland Police Bureau do their job, and a DA who's woke who won't do his job in holding these thugs and cream- criminals and thieves to account, and a mayor who won't do his job because of their wokeism. Now one of their pet projects is going to have a lot less money to spend. That's this Clean Energy Community Benefits Fund. Because with Target's closure, that 1% goes away. I guess the chickens come home to roost. After all, now, again, this isn't hard to figure out how you fix this. It's called get tough. Tough love. How about enforcing the law? There's a reason we have the law. but Apparently, they can't figure it out. By the way, apparently, covid 19 vaccines, if you got one while you're pregnant or breastfeeding, according to a new study in The Lancet, shows that nursing mothers do pass mRNA from vaccines to their infants through breast milk. This finding contradicts, this is an Epoch Times story, contradicts what many news outlets and some studies have claimed previously. Yet the finding aligns with safety studies that are rarely talked about. You know, if you know anybody who's pregnant or has a young child that they're best breastfeeding, you might want to encourage them to just maybe read this article and the Lancet study. Maybe they won't go get one of those shots after all. By the way, Epoch Times also has a, another bill. The California bill, California passed 
um, a law that severely punished doctors for spreading COVID misinformation. Well, you know, this was, you know, like using ivermectin or hydroxychloroquine or even talking about the severity of COVID-19. At any rate, they passed a bill <clears throat> that hurt doctors, punished doctors. Well, they very quietly repealed it. Haven't heard much about that in the mainstream media. Have you? Nah, haven't heard hardly anything. Let's go quickly to the phones to Conrad. Conrad, good morning again. Good morning, Jeff. I, I hope I'm coming across. I shut off my, uh, well, you know, where everybody can hear the conversation in my presence. <laughs> it was an all-nighter again. I By you mistake, go I went fast. out to the honky-tonk. And, but before that, I did get some magic numbers. I went out to On Point Community Credit Union, and the routing number is... Three two no, 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 three no, no, zero no, 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 don't, seven, don't put five, that out there on the air. Eight, don't put that eight. out on the air. I don't want to hear that on the air. Okay? Okay. We're not going to put that. That's not in your best interest, friend. Okay, well, good. You need to establish another way of doing that. You and I can talk about that offline. But I do want people to help you. So I'm going to give out your email address. Okay, there we go. Okay with people about that. Conrad's running for House District 19, which is part of Salem area. He's fed up. He's retired. He's going to get involved. Maybe you ought to think about help. Back in a moment. Call Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. It's 22 minutes past the top of the hour. You know, it's not just Target that's closing stores. CVS Pharmacies plans to close, get this, 900 stores by the end of 2024 and they cite shoplifting as a major problem CVS pharmacy 900 stores they're gonna close hmm. yesterday Joe Biden was at the uh, UAW protest line Apparently, today, Donald Trump is going to skip the Republican debate. Which I'm not going to bother watching, and neither should you. And he's going to talk to the UAW guys. Now, he announced this first, and then Biden had to co-opt him and get there a day ahead of time. There's a story in the Gateway Pundit about a Democrat senator who was twice, two times, was naked teacher of the year, who got wrecked on social media for laughing about a violent beatdown of an individual. 
by 12 or more striking UAW workers. So the teacher of the year laughs about a violent beatdown, and it's, there's a video of this. And he warns others, don't mess with the UAW. Is that the image the UAW wants to put out there? But why would the teacher of the year twice laugh about it? A violent beatdown. Another person got hurt. Oh, and in your uh, tax dollars at work segment, here's a gateway pundit story. FEMA spent over $1.3 million of your money paying twice for funerals for the same person. Let me say that again. You heard me right. FEMA spent over $1.3 million paying twice for funerals for the same person. Hey, do you suppose we could, you know, maybe find some waste, fraud, and abuse. Now, I wonder if any of that's happening in the Salem City budget. Nah. Nah, there's no reason. You know, they, the, they're not building a surplus, right? That's what the city says. You know, e- even though their reserves have doubled in the last 10 years, even though seven out of the last 10 years, they've had surpluses. And they got a surplus going right now when they were claiming they had a deficit. Nah. So if you are a Salem City employee and you want to spill the beans, you want to blow the whistle on wasteful spending like this, please contact me. I'll keep your name completely out of it. And you can let me know where to look, and we'll go look into the city budget. It's really easy. Just send me an email to jeff at 1220.am or jeff at kslm.news. Hey, friends, you hear me talk about my pillow and their products. They're for real. And, and I cannot tell you how pleased I am that so many of you have considered supporting my pillow, which supports this radio show and this radio station, but it also supports the fight for election integrity. And it's expensive. It's very expensive. So when you go to mypillow.com, you can just use the promo code PC23 and you can save a lot of money on great gifts or stuff for yourself that you might need. You know, Christmas is coming up. You have birthdays, you have anniversaries, you have weddings. There's a whole host of things, including the mattress toppers, the mattresses, a complete mattress sleep system, down blankets, credible buys. So go to my pillow, 
www.thebigdeal.com. And I urge you to think about, let's look at some of these great deals. And the products are second to be, you just, you can't find products this good. And I mean that. The slippers I just rave about because I wear them every day. And they are by far the most comfortable slippers I've ever worn. So go to MyPillow.com. You will be glad that you did. You're going to spend your money somewhere for Christmas and those things. Why not help Cause of Liberty? PC23 is the promo code. Let's go to the phones quickly to Freddie. Freddie, good morning. Hey, good morning, Jeff. I, I read something last night that really bothers me. Do you realize that we're borrowing money from China to pay t- to give to Ukraine? Why in the world are these people, why are the people in Congress doing that? Well, it yes, and it's not only to give it to Ukraine, but it's to pay for pensions. It's to pay for small business subsidies. It's to pay for lavish lifestyles, and they are not tracking the money. Yes, we, the American taxpayer, are paying for the pensions and the small businesses in the Ukraine. It's crazy, Freddy. It's 6.30. Back in a moment. You're right, Freddy. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. Twenty-three minutes before the top of the hour. In a moment, we're going to go to Gary. 503-589-1220 is the power of Buick GMC talk line. 503-589-1220. Emails to Jeff at 1220. AM. There's a powerful story of redemption in Willamette Week about young mothers pregnant and addicted to fentanyl who are getting help in group homes partially funded by Measure 110. This led me to a question. Why is it that we have to rely on government at all to help fund these homes. I mean, the irony of it is we're taxing drug use to pay for drug use programs, drug abuse programs. I want to explore this because shouldn't that be somebody else's role? Shouldn't somebody else in society be taking the place of government because they used to. Who would that be? Something to think about. And I'm going to talk about it in a moment. But I got to remind you, freedom, heating and air can make you feel a lot better. If you're at home, or maybe your business, or maybe in your apartment, and your AC or your heating system, because we're 
Fall has come early, folks. You just ain't keeping up and you're not comfortable. Fix it. Or talk to your apartment manager. Because Freedom Heating and Air has special deals for apartment managers. Or maybe your system just needs a tune-up. Maybe it's okay, but you haven't had it checked out for a while. Be well worth it to call Freedom Heating and Air. Have them come on out. Give them a ring. 503-580-1456. 580-1456. Or check out their website, freedomheatingandair.net. Freedom Heating and Air. Dot net. By the way, it's not just Portland that is, you know, has downtown problems. The Liberty Daily has this well, video. In Philadelphia, total chaos. Where at least they arrested dozens for rioting in Philadelphia. And they went in, flash mob, into the Apple store. There's video of that. Break into it. Free iPhones, free iPhones, they chanted. Is it any wonder? You know, you send a message if you don't prosecute people who break windows. Message is lawlessness. That's exactly what DA Mike Schmidt has done, which is why Target is closing and why in Portland, three of its stores out of nine nationwide, three of them are in Portland, downtown stores especially, lawlessness. The message they sent by defunding the cops is, it's okay for you gangbangers to shoot each other. And that's exactly what they've done. Murder rate exploded. It's okay for you to go in and break the windows of downtown businesses who support liberals. Antifa, BLM, because you're not going to get prosecuted. Guess what happens? More of it. It's human nature, isn't it? Let's go to uh, Gary. Gary, good morning. Hey, hey Jeff, go Ducks. Go Beebs. Hey, uh, you were talking earlier about the Pac-12, uh, or Pac-2, I guess now, um, and what happened with it as far as collapsing. I think what really happened, because uh, after um, after UCLA and USC left for the Big Ten, uh, the Pac, uh, uh, the Pac-12 was looking for uh, a, a movie, or not a movie deal, but a a, uh, a a deal with the networks to uh, to stand alone. But what had actually happened in the in the background about a year, or year and a half ago, is that the Big Twelve asked to merge with the Pac-12. Uh, which is a conference down in Texas and so forth. And I think what really happened is that was in the heart of COVID. And uh, Texas and those states were not abiding by the COVID, you know, mandates, wearing masks, none of their, at the football games, nobody was wearing masks. Uh, They weren't requiring the kids to get shots. Uh, And I think... The Pac-12 got all huffy about the the COVID, 
and said, because you're not going to wear masks and take shots, we're not going to risk having our uh, athletes go down there. Because you remember the craziness that was going on back then uh, about the shot. And I think what happened is the Pac-12 turned them down over the shot. Now, that's interesting. Do you have any evidence to that extent? Uh, just uh, just like, of course, we're never going to find out what really happened. But I know that the, a number of the Pac-12 schools, uh, Washington State being one of them, and Stanford being another one, turned down the Pac, uh, the, the Big 12 offer. And I'll bet you dimes to donuts that it had a lot to do with the COVID. That's an interesting, uh, yeah, it could be, could very well be. Thanks, Gary. I appreciate your thoughts. If you find any evidence of that, come back and let us know about it. We'd really want to hear it. Go Beavs. Uh, 503-589-1220 is the Power of Buick GMC talk line. 503-589-1220. Emails to jeff at 1220.am or jeff at kslm.news. If you have knowledge of wasteful Salem City spending, I need to hear it. Be a whistleblower. I'll keep your name out of it. You can do it anonymously. Send me an email. By the way, Libs of TikTok, their daily briefing. Guess where there are erotic dancers? Devil costumes. In bondage wear. That is not recommended for children under 13. Guess where it is? What's in California? At Knott's scary farm hmm not scary farm isn't it nice that they drew the line at at you know 13 year olds to to watch satanic sexual dancing but 14 year olds are okay it's a tiktok video just thought i'd share that with you today all right the story in the willamette week eight moms one house and a roadmap out of drug addiction is the headline the subheadline is fentanyl may grip the state users can escape the drugs hold and it's a story about marie 32 years of age homeless addicted to fentanyl and living off whatever money her family or friends would send. She found help at a home bought by a recovering addict, person who had been clean for a number of years, and accessed Measure 110 money. Went and bought a, a big house for a lot of money. And it's, I mean, it's partially funded, not entirely, but it is helping a lot of young women with young kids get off the street, have a place to live, have to go to meetings. I mean, there's a whole bunch of rules in place with this. And it's working. It makes perfect sense. We've had Kevin Dahlgren on here before, 
who had um, done the same thing in, in getting people, homeless people help for the city of Gresham reduced the homeless population in Gresham to over 700 people down to a less than 20 because he got them help. Let them know that there's somebody there to help them and got them services. That's part of what these group homes do. Okay. Treatment can work. It worked for my brother who had been an alcohol addict for a long time. Took him three times in treatment to get over his alcoholism. But he did. And then he helped others. And he stayed clean and sober until his death, unfortunately, of a massive heart attack. So it works. Why is it that government has to do it? So why aren't churches doing this? Now, some are. Why aren't more of them? And if your church, like my church, is funding churches in foreign lands, a laudable and a good thing, why aren't we also funding drug halfway houses here in our neighborhoods, in our cities? Should churches take a different direction and replace the government funding? Back in a moment. Call Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. Ten minutes till the top of the hour. Great to have you with us. I want to remind you, Eric Azer, Righteous Renovations, is a contractor you absolutely can trust to come into your home and great remodel on really sensitive areas and not just screw it up and make your life miserable. Check it out for yourself. Watch or actually see and view the great before and after pictures of some of the projects that he's done in remodeling, especially kitchens and bathrooms. And then read the customer comments, testimonials. You can have confidence that if you hire Eric Azer, Righteous Renovations, come into your home, listen to you, work with you, and do it right, and not make your life miserable. Go to RighteousRenovations.com, RighteousRenovations.com. Son of the Almighty writes an email, says, obviously criminal, and Art, hang on, I'll get to you in a second here, obviously criminal, but we have no law anymore. Withhold grandma's check, shut the government down, which is not going to happen. The Social Security checks are still going to go out. But send foreign welfare? Makes sense, right? You know, we're sending all this money to the Ukraine, like Freddie talked about. We're paying for pensions. We're paying for small business subsidies in the Ukraine. Why is that our job as the American taxpayer? But we can't seem, well, Republicans in charge of the House, the rhinos, Kevin McCarthy, can't seem to put together the budget. Stunning. Jim has an email about receiving Dennis Linthicum's newsletter. He was unaware of the initiative petition that criminalizes the killing of animals. Yup. Greg sent an email about 
British data about an excess of 427 deaths per day amongst, guess which group? The group that got the shot, folks. Jim writes another email about target closure, says, yup, even with pouring millions into the homeless industry and millions going to bolster Portland, in spite of all the big talk from Kotech and Wheeler, more big box retailers are pulling the plug. Friends, you also need to know over 600 downtown businesses have left downtown Portland. Did you know that? See that reported anywhere? Nope. You probably don't. Let's go to Art. Art, good morning. Hey, Jeff. I just wanted to jump in here and say that Mike Lindell from Addict CEO actually does have a nonprofit uh, where he supports uh, people who want to get off, uh, you know, the drug rules and everything. But the very first step, as he says, is that you get to accept our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, ask for his help. Uh, in doing that, but uh, you know, Mike has this program ac- across the country where he helps yep. addicts get off the doles and then also start small businesses like he did uh, and you know, have successful lives and uh, he isn't a part of government um, and so you know, I just wanted to bring that up because not only is he a sponsor of this show, uh, you know, he's a self-made man with the help of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, and that's where people need to turn to. Uh, and then, you know, uh, get in these groups of exotics and stuff and support each other and make something out of your life. Well said. Thank you, Art. Because, folks, that's why I said... God bless, Jeff. Everybody have a great day. Stay dry. Yep. Why aren't churches doing this? My own church has been funding, and this is not a criticism. I'm proud of the fact that they have been funding churches in foreign countries. And people are coming to Christ in foreign countries, right in the thick of the battle for the souls of men and women, families, in foreign countries. It's time, I think, that in America, our churches start funding these halfway houses so you don't have to depend on Measure 110 money. You don't have to depend on people buying drugs to pay for drug treatment. It's time, folks, that our pastors and their staffs started seriously thinking about funding these halfway houses. These are people in our communities 
These are not people in faraway places. We need to take care of our families and our communities first. In a moment, I'm going to tell you a quick story about this, how fentanyl has impacted me. Doug writes an email about where your tax dollars go, about Biden's Rachel Levine, a guy who is an admiral dresses as a woman. So, Jeff, I hope you enjoyed your summer of pride. How can you advocate that we contribute our hard-earned income and savings to this bull pucky? Where's the shame? Where's the mockery? At some point, Americans need to draw a line and stop being such mealy-mouthed hypocrites, afraid to offend anyone. And this state-sponsored obscenity is on the light side of the debauchery. You shouldn't talk about the truly insidious things like your tax dollars pay for on the air. Keep allowing for the extortion, and you're bound to get a lot more of the same. So again, Doug, are you saying don't pay your taxes? How well is that going to go for you? Um, and then, uh, Richard, thanks. Sorry, I don't know why my mic is, for whatever reason, is my voice is faint. Not supposed to be. Gino writes, Target stores might be a great place for the homeless. Good point. Friends, on December 2nd, I'm going to be emceeing a celebration of life service for a 28-year-old young man whom I knew from him being a young child. Watched him grow up, become a man. He died of a fentanyl overdose recently. It's devastating. He is the only child of a friend of mine. It is such a sad thing. Throwing money at the problem is not going to work, folks. This is the Marxist, leftist, big government answer to everything, isn't it? Tina Kotek talking about that today. She's directing the state police to crack down on fentanyl distribution. It's a good start, as long as we prosecute them. Folks, we need a lot of prayer. That's the first place to start for addicts, no matter whether it's with fentanyl or alcohol. Prayer first. And the churches ought to be a part of this. Oh, so man.